Welcome to the Savvy Working Mom podcast. This is the place where we share strategies to help you create a life you love. I'm your host, Whitney, a real-life working mom at a Fortune 500, professional speaker, and coach. I'm going to help you get real-life relief with simple systems so you can find more time and have less stress. With intentional and daily action, you can live your best days now and forever. You've probably heard that clarity and self-care are two of the keys for building an awesome life. But in today's busy world, who has the time to figure out exactly what that means for herself? You can learn on your own, but you're learning in a vacuum. And with how much you have going on, it becomes really easy to put your own personal growth on the back burner, which is where I come in. When you work with me, you'll get support from someone who really understands the challenges of being a working mom. I want to give you a special invite to request a free strategy call with me by visiting thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash free call. Again, that URL is thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash free call. I look forward to talking to you soon. Hey mama, let's face it. The nine to five life isn't always an easy one. Sure, there are benefits and the feeling of accomplishment and that you're contributing as well as a steady paycheck. But then sometimes there can be a lot of frustration. Some of the worst frustration we can feel at work is the frustration brought on by feeling like you're out of control of your destiny. By feeling like no matter how hard you work, how late you stay, you'll never advance. If you hit that wall or even before, I've got five tips to help you advance your career. The great news about these tips for us busy mamas is that they don't require you to stay late. They just require you to do things a little differently. There was a time when I was slaving away at work, working extremely long hours, and I just could not get ahead. I stopped and then I got promoted. Go figure. The way I did that was by getting vocal, solving my boss's problems. I stopped apologizing and taking the SMEs, uh, the subject matter experts, out to, out to lunch, <laughs> as well as talking about my strengths. I'm going to dive into each one of these and how you can do them too, so that you can advance your career without having to stay late. Because let's face it, those evening hours are extremely precious. The first is to speak up. Because here's the thing. If you don't share how you're feeling about your career, people will make assumptions. And their assumptions will probably be wrong. You need to let the right folks around the office know how you feel and what you want out of your career. The right folks are your direct manager, your manager's manager, and any other person more senior than you who is influential. Now, to be sure, don't go around complaining to them or you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. Instead, let them know that you're eager for growth, that you love a challenge, and that you want to learn more about the company through added responsibility. Using words like this won't step on your boss's toes. It'll showcase your ambition and that you're ready for the next role. And at the same time, not have you be someone who seems like they're just stepping up and saying they want more, they want more, they want more without being willing to give back. Folks will get the hint that you're ready to get promoted. Having said that, it cannot hurt to be direct. So when it comes to talking specifically to your boss, to your manager and your manager's manager, ask them outright, what do I need to do to take it to the next level? The best thing you can do in that scenario is to have defined what the next level means for you. 
Do you want to get promoted within the same group? Is there another group that you're interested in? Is there another type of work that you want to do? When you say next level, the better you can define it, the more able your boss and your boss's boss will be to help explain to you what you need to do and to help clear those roadblocks that you don't see. My leader often says, people are always making decisions about us when we're not in the room. And I think it's true, right? People are not necessarily making the decisions and talking about who's ready for the next level, who's ready for this open position, who can lead this new team with you in the room. So you need to help those who are in the room, the room where it happens for any Hamilton fans out there, understand where you're coming from and what you want. The next tip is to solve your boss's problems. What are they? Seriously, if you haven't asked yet, ask your boss, what keeps you up at night? Find out what is stressing your boss out. Find a way to alleviate it. Do that and then be sure to say that you did it. (laughs) Right? This doesn't mean going behind their back. It means outright asking them, figuring out what is causing them stress and then creating a plan to help alleviate that stress. What you can do to help might be indirect rather than direct and that's okay. If you can go out of your way to reach past your normal responsibilities and help your boss to feel less stressed, you are going to be on the road to great things. The next area that I found important was talking about my strengths. And for me, talking about my strengths was difficult because I didn't want to come across as, you know, tooting my own horn or arrogant or, you know, a know-it-all or anything like that. But at the end of the day, the fact of the matter is, yes, you need to toot your own horn. The good news is, or comforting for me, is that you don't have to be obnoxious. You just have to be honest. One way to do this without feeling all weird inside is to offer your strengths in service. If you're great at strategizing, say so and offer to help a colleague develop their plans. If you're great at organizing or project planning, offer that. In a meeting or in the hallway when someone's lamenting work they need to do or not being able to get their hands around something, step up and say, hey, you know what? Project planning is in my wheelhouse. I'm really great at organizing. Can I help you out? I'd love to spend 30 minutes just talking through it with you. If, for example, uh, vendor management is something that someone's struggling with, you can just say to them, like, hey, I'm great at vendor management. I really enjoy it. In fact, in a past life, I did X, Y, and Z. I can help you with that. Let's go to coffee. Offering your strengths and service is a really great way to toot your own horn without feeling weird inside or being obnoxious. To be sure, there is nothing wrong with saying, hey, I'm actually good at that. I'm good at that. I'm great at that. When you are in front of others, it is actually in a lot of ways a benefit for them to know what you're good at so that when they need the help and support, they can come to you. Hey again, it's Whitney. I hope that you're enjoying the show. If you're a busy mama who wants more time for herself and her passions, get started today by getting my free video short course, More Time and Less Guilt by Monday at thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash more time. If you're new here or haven't yet done this, it is definitely the first step to getting started and applying these principles to your life head on over to thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash more time and grab your free gift today. Another tip to help you move your career ahead is to stop apologizing. Just 
stop. I know. It's hard. We apologize for everything. You walk into a meeting late because the meeting before yours ran over late. You come in, I'm so sorry, I'm late. Someone else messes up and you're apologizing for some reason on their behalf, right? They didn't send the report. They didn't do whatever. And you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Just stop. Too often we're sorry for things that are out of our control. Don't apologize. Do show gratitude and keep it moving. If you're late to a meeting because the last one ran over, when you walk in the room, instead of saying, oh, I'm so sorry, say, Thank you for understanding I'm late. My last meeting ran over. Let's get started. When it's your fault, like say you goof up on an email, you send something out you shouldn't have sent out, there's a big typo, you had a mistake in the email, say to someone, rather than apologizing, show some gratitude and say, hey, thanks for catching that mistake. It really helps me to get better. To be sure, if you do something wrong, like really wrong, (laughs) then do apologize. But for these small things and the things that are out of your control, don't apologize. Instead, take a beat, think about what it is that other person is doing for you and thank them for it, like waiting for you, helping you to get better, helping you to learn, helping you to grow. These are all ways that people actually are helping us. And yet we tend to apologize for the actions that led them to to providing that support. So. Stop apologizing, show some gratitude, and keep it moving. Take the subject matter experts to coffee. There are a lot of folks around the office who know more than you. If someone's actively working in an area you're interested in, take them to coffee and learn more. Not only about their job, but also what's trending in the industry. People tend to be passionate about their careers. They tend to love to talk about the things that make their career interesting, what's trending outside of work, like your specific office and what's happening in the world around their career. Let them talk about it and learn from it. If they're great at what they do, they are most likely going to be deeply involved in understanding what's happening in their career field outside of your office. Take them to coffee, soak up all that knowledge, because you know what? The more you know, the better off you'll be. You can track who you meet um, on a spreadsheet. You can track what you learn on a spreadsheet if you're into tracking like me. Otherwise, be sure to write down some notes so that it kind of sticks in your brain, like literally handwrite the notes so that it sticks in your brain what you learn from that encounter. And if you're up for it, because you know I do love gratitude at work and I am a big proponent of showing gratitude at work, Give them a thank you card. Handwrite a thank you card. Hey, thanks for the time. I found it really interesting your thoughts on AI right now. And drop it at their desk. I've got a bonus tip for you. Be you. Seriously, be you. Don't try to be somebody else. You are what makes you great. Be yourself authentically and you shine brighter. You got the job that you're in right now because of who you are. And you're going to move on to the next job because of who you are. Yes, there may be some development that you need to do. You need to learn, you need to grow. That's what helps us be ready for the next job. That's what helps us to be amazing humans. But at the end of the day, it's really truly about who you are, your strengths and what makes you wonderful and great that will help to take you to the next level. So don't put on a face, don't think you have to be somebody else to get to whatever it is that you want in your career, the more authentically you are yourself, the more that opportunity is aligned with who you are and that will bring joy to your life will come to you. At the office, it's not all in your control. Having said that, your actions are in your control. 
If you're choosing to stay at your job for whatever reason, could be that you love it, could be that you have to, and you aren't happy with where your career is going, try these five tips that I just shared. Seriously, pick one and enact it today. Take the other four and make a plan for how you will start putting them into your life over the next two weeks. These simple tips are going to help you to get to know more folks at the office, ensure the right people know what you want out of your career and are able to help you, and they will help you start to manifest what it is that you want out of your job, out of your life, and out of your career. Remember to stay focused on what you can control and develop yourself. You got this. That's all we've got for this episode of the Savvy Working Mom podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Also make sure to link up with us at thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash blog and on Instagram at thesavvyworkingmom. And please just share, share, share this podcast with any other mama who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, with intentional and daily action, you can live your best days now and forever.